Blog Talk Radio. Dear my cup, Lord, I lift it up, Lord. Come and quench this thirst in my soul. Where from heaven, see me till I want no more. Fill my cup, fill it up, and make me whole. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You just tune in to Voice of Truth, One Hour Power. I am your host, Minister Elaine Jackson. Call a neighbor, call a friend, text them. Email them, tweet them, and hit them up on Facebook and let them know that we're on the air live. We want to welcome all listeners to the service today, whether by web or by phone. We are so glad that you took time out of your busy day to be with us today. We want to thank all of our listeners from all around the world, and we thank you for being a part of this ministry. We just thank God for this day, for this is a day that the Lord has made, and we ought to rejoice in it. Amen. It is a blessing to be here. I don't know what you need, but if you ask the Lord to fill your cup, and he will fill your cup with exactly what you need because he knows what you need. Whatever your soul is thirsting for, he can give you bread from heaven and he can feed you that you won't no more. So let's trust him in these last and evil days. Amen. If you need prayer, you can press the one and I will bring you in for prayer. We do ask that you do not give your name, just your prayer request and where you're calling from. We'd like to know what part of the world that we are touching with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. So if you need prayer, you can press the one, and I will bring you in for prayer. Amen. To God be all of the glory. We all need prayer. We ought to be praying at all times, fervently. We ought to be praying, amen. We need prayer. We need to be praying for each other and the body of Christ and those that are saved and unsaved, praying for your enemies. And but let's keep, keep our leaders lifted up in prayer, amen, to God be the glory. This is the last Sunday and this morning. Uh, most of you... Uh, may or may not know that this is the month that they celebrate uh, pastors and uh, clergymen. And so I want to encourage you, if you have not showed a little love to your pastor this month, amen, do that. This is a National Pastor Appreciation Month and Clergy Month. So make sure you do that. Show them some love, amen, because they do a lot for their um uh, People under the leadership and people in their ministry that follow their ministry or attend their church. So you don't know what they actually go through. So I want to encourage you today, <clears throat> don't let this month go out without giving something unto your leaders. Amen. To God be all of the glory. I don't see anybody with their hand raised, so I'm going to go ahead and lift up in prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we give you all honor and all glory, God. We thank you, Lord, that the Lord is our shepherd, and we shall not want. And yet, though we walk through the valleys of the shadows of death, we will fear no evil, for thou art with us. And thy rod and thy self, they comfort us. And thou prepares a table before us in the presence of our enemies. You lead us beside the still water, and you restore our soul. And so, Lord, we just thank you today that even though whatever we are going through at this very moment, oh, God, we pray right now, Father, in the name of Jesus, that you will lead us through the valley, that you will lead us through the troubled waters, the bridge of troubled waters. Give, Father, right now, God, that you are a good shepherd, 
And your word declares unto us that the Lord is our shepherd and we shall not want. So we declare in the spirit in the heavens and in the earth that we shall not want and lack for no good thing those in the body of Christ, the followers of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Lord, we just thank you that it's already done, oh God, in the name of Jesus. We just ask your Father for your goodness and allow you to help us and to show us, oh God, the way that you want us to go. Guide our footsteps according to thy word, oh God. And let thy word be a lamp unto our path, O oh God. Lead us, O oh God, for your word declares unto us the footsteps of a righteous man, a woman, are ordered by the Lord. So order our footsteps, O oh God, in Jesus' name. I ask your Father God, those that are in need, O oh God, I ask you to feed them with bread from heaven, O oh God, in the name of Jesus, until they want no more, O oh God. Let them know that you are the God of multiplication, that you are the God that still have power and still have control of all things and the creator of all things. Lord, we just said thank you that it's already done. Oh, Father, in the name of Jesus, move by your spirit for the people of God. Even now, Lord, in the name of Jesus, oh, Father God. Oh, Father, we thank you right now for your favor. We thank you for your grace and your mercy. We thank you for your goodness, oh God. We thank you, Father, for just being God. We thank you, God, for what you've done. We thank you for what you've already done. We thank you for what you're getting ready to do. We thank you for Jesus, the Son of God. We thank you for the Holy Spirit. We thank you for your mighty powers and your mighty works. We thank you, God. Because of who you are tomorrow, we thank you, God, that there's nothing too hard for you. There's nothing too impossible for you, oh, God, in the name of Jesus, oh, Father. Don't let us give up, oh, God. Don't let us get weary in well-doing, oh, God. Oh, God, because your Bible declares unto us your word, declares that weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. So, Lord, we just thank you for joy unspeakable joy, oh God. We pray right now, Father God, in Jesus' name, that you will meet us at our point of need, oh God, in the name of Jesus, whether it's physical, mentally, or emotionally, God, financially, oh God. Whatever that need is, oh God, we just lift our hands up to you. Lift your hands up and, and praise the Lord. Lift your hands up and tell God what you need. Lift your hands up to him. And said, thank you, Lord, for meeting my need. Thank you, Lord, that I will lack for no good thing. Thank you, Lord, for your deliverance. Thank you, God, for your mighty power. Thank you, Lord, that everything is going to be all right. In Jesus' name. Lord, we pray right now that you will save souls all over the land, oh God, and deliver souls out of sin and darkness, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Oh, Father God, bring them to their right mind and bring them out of sin, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, God, we thank you right now for every soul that is saved, healed, delivered, and set free from sin, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. We ask you right now, oh God, to supply every need of the ministry for your people, oh God. Let our bills be paid, oh God, in the body of Christ. Let every apartment, Rent, mortgages, car payments, put food on the table, clothes on the backs. Oh, God, I ask in Jesus' name. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus. I ask you to do it right now, God, in the name of Jesus. I ask your Father, God, let us not lose our faith and let our hearts not be troubled because of all the stuff that is going on in this world. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we just give you praise, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. And we call it done in Jesus' mighty name. It is so, and it is done in Jesus' name. Amen. To God be all the glory. Victory is mine. Victory is mine. Victory today is mine. I told Satan to get thee behind. 
Victory today is mine. Victory is mine. Victory is mine. Victory today is mine. I told Satan to get thee behind. Victory today is mine. Hallelujah. We got to say victory is mine. And we got to tell Satan, get thee behind, because victory today is mine. Amen. To God be all of the glory. That's for somebody. Victory is yours. Victory is mine. Amen. To God be all of the glory. The message today will come from 1 Samuel, the 17th chapter. And I want to encourage you in your own devotional time to go back and read the entirety of the chapter. It's a pretty long chapter, and I'm going to just kind of tell the story. Amen. But I want to encourage you to go back and do that, amen, in your time, okay, in your prayer time, in your time, whatever time you read the word of God. Amen. We want to encourage you to do that. I'm going to start reading First Samuel chapter 17. I'm going to begin reading at verse number 8. And the word of God reads, And he stood and cried unto the army of Israel. And he said unto them, Why are ye come out to set your battle in array? Am not I a Philistine, and ye a servant to Saul? Choose you a man for me, and let him come down to me. If he be able to fight with me and to kill me, then will we be your servant. But if I prevail against him and kill him, then shall ye be our servant and serve us. And the Philistines said, I defy the army of Israel this day. Give me a man that we might that we may fight together. And when Saul and all the Israel heard these words of the Philistine, they were dismayed and greatly afraid. Amen. May God add a blessing to the readers and the doers of this holy word. The title of the message today is The Challenge. Here in the book of Samuel, David saw Israel, the army of God, were being challenged by a giant named Goliath. Goliath here, then from verses 8 to 11, challenged Israel. It, she challenged Saul and his army. But when he challenged them, he defiled the army of God. He cast fear at the army of God because the Bible tells us that this giant Goliath was a big man. I mean, he was a big man. He was tall. He was a warrior from his youth. He was a champion among the Philistines. And the Bible tells us that he taunted the people of God and Saul and their army 40 days. He came out in the morning. He came out at evening and presented himself 40 days. He cast fear upon them because he knew that they were fearful of him. And the army in itself, as Saul being the leader, because he was afraid and shaking in his boots, the whole army was afraid. Now, Saul gave them a challenge. For 40 days, they did not accept the challenge because of fear. You know, the Bible tells us God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power and love and a sound mind. We ought not to fear whatever challenge that comes our way. You know, there are many challenges that we will face in life. 
Life is full of life issues. So we're going to face a lot of challenges, and people will come with challenges. Satan will come with challenges. We have challenges in our finances, in our homes, in our marriages, in our ministries, challenges on the job where others are trying to defile you, those that are trying to cast fear against you or cast fear at you, those that come to say that you ain't and you won't, and you never will. They come with a challenge to see where you stand for a man named Jesus. Now, Goliath challenged the army of God. And they were down in this valley, and the army of God was on one side, and the Philistine was on the other side of the valley. Now, many times in our life, it's going to feel like we're in the valley. And, and, and because of the situation and the things that we're going to go through in this life when we say that we love Jesus, somebody going to challenge you. Somebody on this line is going to get challenged. Somebody that's listening is going to get challenged. Your faith is going to get challenged. They want to see who you really are. They want to know where your God is. They want to know where your help is. They, they want to know who's going to fight for you. Well, I come to tell you that the living God will fight for you no matter what challenge come your way. And they will come if you truly are who you say you are in God. It depends whether you're on the Lord's side or you're on the Philistine side. What side are you on? You can't be on both. Well, the Bible tells us that as uh, as the, the Philistine Goliath began to, every day he was taunting them every day. Oh, he was, he was just cutting up every day. I could just imagine him just cutting up, showing out, and just making all kind of fuss. And they were afraid. You know, when fear set in, you can't do nothing with fear set in. You know, when fear comes, and that's what Goliath was doing. He was challenging them, but at the same time, he was catching fear. Like, what y'all going to do? And yeah, people said, what you going to do? Who you think you are? What you going to do? Where your God at? Somebody saying it right now. Where's your God at? Who going to help you? Because they see you by yourself. The Bible goes on to tell us that while Goliath was doing what he what he do, just run and keeping up all kind of force like a lion, just keeping up all kind of force, and they was afraid. Saul was afraid. The whole army was afraid of one man. The Bible says that when David came, David came because he was sent by his father to bring some different stuff to his brothers that were already there at the battlefield. And so when he got there, he heard this giant, and he was defying the army of God, and and he was speaking against the, the people, and he was casting all kind of fear. And he defied the army of the living God. And so David heard, and David like, who? Who? Who is this uncircumcised? Philistine that will defile the army of God. Who is this circumcised? Circumcised giant. Who is it? Who is the person that got enough nerve to think they're going to defeat the army of God? David said, who is it? Don't you wonder sometimes, who are they? They're all unknown and unknown unto us. Well, we've got to get it right. We cannot be shaken in our boots because God has not given us a spirit of fear. And David, when David came and found out what was going on, David said, well, you know what? I'm going to take the challenge. Will you take the challenge? Will you accept the challenge? Or are you afraid to stand up for Jesus? Or are you ashamed of who you say you serve? Are you ashamed to say that you belong to the living God? Are you ashamed to say that God is your father? Are you ashamed or scared to say the name of Jesus? Did somebody double down you and say challenge? Did they double down? Did they challenge you and say, I bet you won't say Jesus? 
<laughs> I say it all the time. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Say it all the time. Jesus. Because <laughs> I know it make them mad when you said Jesus. <laughs> Lord, help me today. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. The living God. See, David knew who God was. And he didn't take it lightly. And he had no fear when the die was challenging the army of God. See, we got to step up, y'all. And we got to get a more of a bonus and a Holy Ghost bonus to stand up to these devils and these people that want to challenge you and challenge the God that you serve. We got power and authority over them. We already got the victory. The victory is ours. The victory is yours. The victory is mine. We got to take the challenge. We can't be shaking in our boots and scared. We can't be fearful because fear will stop you from getting the victory. Fear will stop you in all things if you're fearful of it. Yeah, we got trifling people. We living in those times today. It's the size of the time. We living in it where people don't love God and don't love the people of God. But we can't be afraid. When they come with a challenge, all we got to do is show up for the battle because Jesus already won the victory. Jesus already won the victory. Why are you scared? Why are you shaking in your boots? David was not afraid, and he was a little boy now. He was a little boy, and he accepted the challenge to fight Goliath. Will you fight for Jesus? Will you work for Jesus in spite of the attack? Will you fight for Jesus when people mock you and talk about you? Will you accept the challenge to stand for Jesus, to fight for the truth, to stand for the word of God? Will you do it? Will you be like Saul in the whole army? Afraid. Fearful. You can't win a battle when you're scared. That fear set in, it'll make you do some stuff that you shouldn't even do. I know because I've been there. That fear tell you that devil will send you a challenge. Oh, boy, you will have bills coming from the north, from the south, from the east, and the west. Ask me how I know. You will have more bills than money. Problems in your marriage. You will have problems in your ministry. Your children won't want to act right. Here come the challenges. Here come the challenge. But will you stand and will you fight for what is yours? Will you fight for the truth? Will you fight for Jesus? Will you stand up for Jesus' name? We can't be ashamed of him. We can't be ashamed to own him because he'll sure be ashamed to own us. We can't be afraid. We can't be afraid to do what is right. We got to accept the challenge and not be afraid. And, yeah, you might be in a crowd or a whole bunch of people with the spirit of the devil in them. But know that you're not by yourself. You ain't by yourself. God is always with us. And there's a host of angels with us too. We need to send the warned angel before us wherever we go. Because you're going to be challenged. As the apostle said, somebody going to push your button because they're going to challenge you. They say, if I push that button right there, as the apostle say, oh, they're going to cut up. They're going to challenge you. Somebody's about to get challenged. And when that challenge comes, you got to be ready for the challenge. You got to know who you are in God. You got the victory. You already got it. The victory, I don't know about you, I said the victory is mine. It is mine today, it's mine tomorrow, and it's mine in the future. You know why? Because I serve a man named Jesus. The victory already mine. He already defeated the devil, y'all. When he got up. And rose from the dead. We got the victory. But we cannot be afraid. David was not afraid of this giant. You know, as the word goes on and tells us how David faced 
Goliath, and he accepted the challenge. You know, Saul said, well, hey, you know, you're just a little boy now, David. And this, this man has been a warrior. This Goliath, he's been a warrior ever since he was probably young. And he, he's twice your size, and I'm just paying for it. He's just a big man, and you can't go, uh, you can't fight him. And so David allowed Saul to say what he had to say. But David had so much faith because he had seen the power of God down in the valley. You know, it's down in the valley where you find out what God can do. And I know many of us don't like to go down in the valley. We don't want that valley experience, but we need the valley experience like David had the valley experience so that when we face the challenge, we can accept the challenge. When we are down in the valley, we get a valley experience. We know how to stand, and it makes us stronger in the Lord because we have seen the power of the living God down in the valley because he delivered us down in the valley from whatever's coming against us. We get the anointed down in the valley. You don't get the anointed for free. It ain't free and it ain't cheap. It's going to cost you something. But you got to go in the valley. See, David said, now, Saul, look, Saul, let me tell you this. Let me tell you, Saul. I've been down in the valley, you know. And while I was down in the valley, there was a lion and a bear came. I boy, that lion and bear sound a whole lot like the Goliath. He was roaring for 40 days at the people of God. And David said, well, look, God gave me victory over the lion and the bear down in the valley. So what he was telling Saul, he said, I know you may not know the power of my God. Goliath don't know the power of my God. He don't know what my God can do. He don't know what he ain't seen. He don't know what he don't know what my God can do. My God can do the impossible thing. I believe David was saying that to himself. I believe he was saying he was trying to get Saul to see it too. That's why he wasn't fearful. See, when you know what your God can do, the living God. Now they're middle G gods and they dead gods and they ain't got no power. But the true and the living God got all power in his hand. And so when you know him, and when you know the son of God, the victory's already won. Now, it won't feel good. You ain't going to like it when you go through what you got to go through, through the challenge. But you got to be in it to win it because I had to tell the devil the other day, oh, I'm in this to win it. <laughs> I, I ain't playing. I'm in it to win it. I don't know about you, but I'm in it to win it. David was in it to win it for the Lord God. And so I said, well, okay. Now, I don't know what was going on in Saul's mind that he decided that he's going to let a little boy go down there to fight when they had a whole army behind him. And none of them was man enough to step up the plate to go fight. Fear. But David didn't have that fear, y'all, because he had been in the valley, and he knew what God could do. See, I don't know about you and my testimony, but I've been down in the deepest of the valley. And I know what God can do when you're down in the valley. And I know that God can deliver you out of your valley experience. I shouldn't be here today, but the God, the living God, delivered me out of my valley. You know, when the challenges come, he didn't say it wouldn't come. He didn't say people wouldn't fight against you. He didn't say you weren't going to have issues in your life. He didn't say none of those things. He said many are the afflictions of the righteous. Now I'm talking to the righteous. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. And it's going to feel like you down in the deepest of the valley. But I know Jesus. I know the living God can deliver you out of the valley. He said many are the afflictions, but God will deliver us from them all. David knew that if I go down in this valley, fight this giant, he knew God was going to be with him. David had a lot of faith. David had faith in the Lord. He trusted in the Lord. And he knew what he could do. He believed that God could do this thing. He believed that God was able to do it. See, the enemy will come with a challenge, and there will always be words of fear. 
It will always be things that are done to bring forth fear. The devil tell you, oh, they're going to come and repossess your car. Oh, he's going to take your wife. Oh, he's going to take your husband. Oh, you're going to lose your ministry. Oh, your children, they doing this. Oh, they all in the world of sin. He come with all kind of foolishness. And don't be surprised who he come through. Because he's going to use somebody close to you that ain't even saved. We got to get it right. We cannot be afraid. We have to accept the challenge as David accepted the challenge. He took on the challenge, and he was a child. You know, many times your haters will come, those that bite, bite you, those that are hater of God and Jesus, them so-called friends you tell all your business to, them kids folks, them church folks, them spouses, them children, them grandchildren, them great-grandchildren. Those people will challenge you every day within your own household. The challenge. They bring you a challenge. See what you're going to do. But we can't be fearful. No matter what the battle is, we already won it because Jesus got up. We already won it. See, David knew the battle was already won. That's why he didn't have no fear. David said, come on, I'm ready to fight. So Saul, Saul tried to give him his armor. David said, mm I don't want this armor. I, I, David tried to put it on. Don't let people tell you how to do what God is telling you to do. You know what you've got to do. You know you got to be in your word. You know you got to pray. You know you got to praise. You got to worship. You got to spend time with God. You know what you got to do to get ready for the battle every day because there's going to be one every day. The devil is on his job 24 hours a day. And if we, the church of Christ, would get on our knees and if we would do what we're supposed to do, then we'll have a whole lot of power. We got a whole lot of power. We just ain't doing what we're supposed to do. We're so divided among ourselves. We got to get it right. We got to get it right. Because we want to win the battle. Whatever the challenge is, we need to face that challenge with faith in the living God. David faced the challenge with his knowing and knowledge of what God could do. He had to go through something down in the valley for him to know what God would do. And God can deliver us. He can deliver us. We got to get it right. We got to be able to stand. You know what? In in this time, we see what's going on today and the size of the times are here. You're going to have to be able to stand. You're going to have to face a challenge. And you're going to have a challenge every day. And you can't hide from them either. You can't stay in your house all the time either, trying to hide from challenges. They'll come right to your door. <laughs> They'll come right to your door. Help us, Jesus. It'll come right to our door. We're going to be challenged. And so we got to get it right. So the Bible goes on to tell us that when the, when Saul told David it was okay for David to, to fight the giant, David, you know, did not use the 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 armor and everything that Saul had because he he hadn't proven it, so he hadn't tested it, so he didn't know how it was gonna work. He didn't feel right with it. So I want to say to you, you know, the word of God is what you need. This is your armor, and you need to offer, open up the word of God to hear what God is saying to you in His word. So that you can be ready to accept the challenge. You can't be running and you can't be hiding. And you can't be shaking in your boots. You got to face the challenge. And knowing as David knew that the battle wasn't his, he knew that the battle belonged to the God. And he was willing and ready to fight. I wonder, are you willing and ready to face the challenge? Are you ready to face the challenge? So you can't be fixing to get ready. You got to be ready for the challenge because they're going to come at you if you truly are who you say you are 
in the Lord. The challenge would the challenge would will come. But you know, I believe that David had in his spirit he knew that he couldn't lose this battle. Because he has seen the power of God and you know God has never lost a battle. He ain't never lost a battle. And he never will. It's just a fact that we got to take the challenge. We got to step the challenge. And don't care why it ain't what it looked like. And it may look real it may get real ugly. But it ain't what it looked like. So we got to accept the challenge. Because our God has never lost a battle. And he never will lose a battle. The victory is already won through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. When we are challenged, we must trust God and keep the faith, knowing that God can deliver us from anything, from any financial debt, from any problems in our marriage, any finances, issues in ministry, any problems in the church house any issues that we have physically, mentally, or emotionally, whatever issues that our children are going through. We got to, we have to tell the devil, this is war. What that song said, this is war. You got to tell the devil, you can't have my family. You can't have my ministry. You can't have my money. You can't, you can't. You got to tell that devil that he can't have it. And you got to accept the challenge and stand up and tell him, I plead, I plead the blood. I plead, I plead the blood. We got to plead the blood against that challenge. We got to plead the blood against the enemy. We got to plead the blood. It's still power in the blood of Jesus. The victory is already won because he shed his blood on every gallop. We got the victory. You better tell that devil they can't, he can't have it. The victory is mine. Yeah, he's going to challenge you. He's going to challenge you every day. That's his job. So we got to get it right. For the battle is the Lord, and he will give you unto our hand. That's what David said in verse 47 in this chapter. He said, you know what? This battle ain't mine, but it is the Lord. So we got to get it right. For the battle is the Lord. It's not ours. And it says for the same thing, and all this assembly shall know that the Lord saveth not with spears, swords and spears. For the battle is the Lord, and he will give you unto our hand. And it came to pass when the Philistine arose and came and draw near to meet David, that David hates and ran towards the army to meet the Philistine. And David put his hand in his bag and took hence a stone and slung it and smote the Philistine in his forehead that the stone stuck into his forehead and he fell upon his face to the earth. So David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and with a stone and smote the Philistine and slew him, but there was no sword in in the hand of David. David won the battle. And he won the battle because God was on his side and God is with us just as he was with David. And God will protect us from our enemies, known and unknown to us. And no matter what we're going through and whatever challenge that we face, we have to put our faith in God. You know, David, I believe, was faith was so strong in God. And our faith has to be that strong in God. Cannot lose our faith in these days that's coming, coming because it's not going to get better. It's going to get worse. And you're going to be challenged every day. I'm challenged every day. I'll be challenged every day. I say, Jesus. I say, hey, the little Billy. <laughs> I say, hey, the little Billy. Jesus. I'll plead the blood at a minute. 
So you got to plead the blood. You got to trust the Lord. And you know, the Bible talks about Ephesians 6 and 10, verses 10 through 18. If you get a time, go back and read it. David did not have in a physical armor no more than the, the five little rocks and the slang shot that he had. But but Goliath had the, the nails, a coat of nails and all of this stuff, and he had a sword and a spear and all of that when he came uh, to fight David. But the Bible said he had none of that in his hand. So what he had was a shield of faith. Spiritually, he had a shield of faith. He had the full armor of God on him. And it gave him that power to stand strongly against Goliath. It gave him a Holy Ghost boldness to stand with no fear. He had the shield of faith and a helmet of salvation. He had the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. We have to have a sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. The word of God will give you boldness. That's why we don't have to worry about what we're going to say when the enemy comes because the word tells us, I'm just going to paraphrase in that same self hour when you are challenged. The Holy Spirit or the Spirit of Truth will speak for you. The Holy Spirit will speak for you. It's the power of the Holy Spirit that works through the believer. So we got to get it right. We can't be shaken in our boots. We got to believe God. We got we are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. David was a conqueror. David was a warrior. David was a praiser. David was a worshiper. He had all the full armor of God. He had that shield of faith. And when you got that shield, no shield of faith, can't nothing. No ever that the devil can shoot at you, it ain't gonna get nothing but bounce back, bounce back, back to him. What that song that bounce back, bounce back, go something like that. It gonna bounce back to him. Cause when you got that shield of faith. It's going to bounce back to the enemy. It ain't going to touch you. It ain't going to even penetrate it. It can't even come to the earth. <laughs> Glory be to God. We got to thank God because the victory is already won. We got to trust the living God and know that he's on our side. We cannot lose the battle for his name's sake. We can't lose. David knew that he was not going to lose his battle. And the Bible said that he killed Goliath with that one stone. He didn't have no sword in his hand or any of those things. Then when Goliath fell down, that tells us, don't matter how big the giant is in your life, it's going to fall. And you go ahead, as David did, cut a head off so it won't have no more life. David cut the head off. I believe he was standing up on that big old giant and just holding up the head. It's over. It's done. Not this time. Ain't going to be no more. It's over. The challenge is already won in Jesus' name. Whatever that challenge may be, whatever they're trying to fight you about, whatever they're saying about you, you better believe God. Knowing that God is able to do all things for sale you. He has not forsaken you. You got to believe it. We got to know that the battle is already won. No matter what the challenge is, oh, yeah, you're going to be challenged now. And you listen to the holy line, you're going to be challenged. If you truly is a, are a follower, is a follower of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, oh, they're going to challenge you every day. They want to see what you're going to say. They want to see what you're going to do as they sit, try to set you up for failure, as they try to make you look bad, as they try to prove you not to be who you say you are in God. So you can't be fearful. You can't be fearful. You can't fear Satan. can't fear. can't fear the devil. You want to tell him, today, Satan, not today, not tomorrow, not today. You got to tell her, I rebuke you in the name of the Lord Jesus. I rebuke you. Satan, the Lord rebuke you. That's why you got to know the word. So you can say, Satan, the Lord rebuke you because he's going to come. He's going to come at you every day. He's going to work at you every 
single day. And so we got to be ready. We can't be fixing to get ready. We got to be ready. But the Bible says that when David done that, and they uh, he took all this stuff and his stuff and put it in his tent, so they fall, and that means they got all that stuff, and that means that all the other Philistines, they were running because what, they, that giant that they thought they had, because, you know, some people think they got some people that's so big and bad that they want to challenge God. I will encourage you not to tr- challenge the spirit of the living God. Don't fight against his people. Don't fight his prophets. Don't fight his pastors, his leaders, his evangelists, his pastors, his preachers, his anointed one, his church. Don't do it. Don't fight them. Don't fight them. That's why the Bible says, touch not God's anointed and do his prophet no harm. It's not good. Touch God's anointed. It's not good to touch his prophet or his prophetess, which is a female prophet, the mouthpiece of God. Don't do it. If you don't know and you don't like somebody's ministry, then walk away from that. Because you don't have to be a part of anything that you don't believe. You have a choice in all things. You got a choice in who you can serve, who you can, who you want to serve. You got a choice in all things. Ain't no such thing as you ain't got no choice. You got a choice in all things. You know, so if you want to serve Jesus, serve Jesus. If you don't want to serve Jesus, you don't believe that that, this woman or this man of God or this woman of God is not called by God, walk away. Keep your mouth off of them because it ain't good. Don't speak worries against them. Don't do it. Because the word going to come back to you. Because remember, David had a shield of I believe, and I'm saying from from what the word talks about, a shield of faith and a heaven of salvation, and he had the sword of the spirit. So you can't beat that. So when you speak those words, those words going to come back to you. So I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't touch God's prophet or prophetess or his pastor nor his people nor the body of Christ. Don't touch his nation. Don't touch them because you can't win. The battle's already won, and and the Lord has already given us the victory. We just got to show up for the battle. Some of us are so scared, we won't even show up for the battle. But the Bible tells us that for the battle is the Lord, and he will give you unto our hand. I don't know who that person is or persons. Whoever it is that's coming against you, that's challenging you every day, they are the ones going to lose. You're not going to lose. Anytime you serve the true and the living God, you never lose. You always win in it. And that's why I say to my hater, I'm in it to win it. I'm in it to win it. I can't turn around. I don't know about y'all. Some of us in this last and evil days going to turn for God. The Bible says it's going to be a great turning away. Many people are going to turn away because they do not want to be in the valley. They don't want to go through the affliction, the persecution, the mocking. I tell you, people will do all of that, and they're doing it really, really, really bad today. It's plenty of believers that are going through so much today. They're trying to keep their ministry trying to keep their families together, trying to pay their bills, whatever they're going through, trying to keep their marriage together. It's all kind of stuff going on. They're challenging. Your leaders are being challenged every day. So pray for your leaders. Undergrade your leaders in prayer because you don't want to become like Saul. You don't want your leaders to become fearful. You don't want your leaders to, to be weak. You want to lift them up in prayer. Because just like Saul in the army war, because Saul was that way, the army was that way. If the leaders get tired, then the people get tired too. So let us undergird our leaders in prayer. And that's every day. Pray for your leaders that they can face the challenges that they have to face every day. A lot of people don't realize how much somebody goes through just to bring forth the word of God. 
as my pastor was saying, an apostle would say, you get attacked before you do the message, you get attacked in the middle of it, and then you get attacked after the message. So there's always something going on with your leader, but they don't never tell you. And we don't want our leaders to be like Saul. So let us pray and keep our leaders on the girdle. Let us pray for those in the body of Christ. Let us face the challenge that we have every day without fear. Make sure that we have on the full armor of God, the shield of faith, the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the spirit, because the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, can cut down anything. It can cut it into pieces because it is the living truth. So we got to know how to fight these spiritual battles and the physical battles. We got to learn how to fight. And so my prayer for you is that you will not be afraid to face the challenge because you will face it if you truly belong to Jesus. I'm a living witness that you will, but you got to be able to accept the challenge. You got to be able to take the challenge and you can't be shaking in your boots. So let us today face whatever challenge we have to face tomorrow and in the future. Let us stand for a man named Jesus boldly and not be afraid. But remember that the battle is not yours. It is the Lord. And he knows every challenge that we face. And so he's he knows what we face every day, and he's with us every day. He's in the midst of us every day. So the victory is mine. The victory is yours today and forevermore in Christ Jesus our Lord. Let's keep the faith. Let's stay strong. Trust in the Lord. Don't doubt him. Stay in your word. Make sure you're under the right leadership. That's very important in these last and evil days, in these last times. Uh, we need to make sure that we're under the right leadership. You got to have the right leaders. You're going to need some, some real leaders of God for the things that are coming in this world as they get closer to the coming of Christ. No, no man, no the day, no the hour, but the signs of the time tells us that he is coming soon. Amen. Let us get ready for whatever challenge that we may face, knowing that God is with us and he will never leave us nor forsake us. And he is our shepherd and we shall not want. So just trust him. Amen. To God be all of the glory. We thank God for the word. Amen. Thank God for the word. And I want to encourage you to please go back and read this chapter. Go back and read it. It will uplift your spirit, encourage you, and it will give you strength. You need the sword of the spirit. You need the word of God. Amen. God is the same God that he was in the day of David. He's the same God today. He has not changed. Amen. To God be all the glory. At this time, I want to give the invitation of Christ. If you don't know Jesus, the one that lived, died, and rose again just for you, the one that gives us the victory over everything by the shedded blood, by his shedded blood, by his broken body, by him being wounded for our transgression, bruised for our knickers, and a chastisement of of our peace was upon him, and by his strength we are healed. But we have to come, and we have to confess our sins, and we have to believe that Jesus is Lord. So I want to encourage you today, if you are not saved, if you are churchgoer, if you are backslidden in the word, say this prayer with me. Lord, I'm a sinner in need of a Savior. Come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior. I believe that you lived, died, and rose again just for me. Come into my heart and be my Savior. I need you. Help me to do all that you called me to do. 
I believe that you rose again. I believe that you died for me. Come and help me. I come to you with a heart of repentance. I come to you and ask you to be my Lord and Savior. I confess all of my sins, and I repent of them. In other words, repenting means to turn from and start living a new life in Christ Jesus. And if you said that prayer, honestly, do repent of your sin. We believe that you are saved. Amen. And you can hit me up there on uh, Facebook or you can Instagram me if you're on Instagram. You can also uh, leave me a message there on Pinterest as well. And you can also leave me one there on my YouTube channel as well. But we want to encourage you today to to get connected. Even if you're on Facebook, you can um Direct message me there also. So we want to encourage you today. Let's get it right. It's time to get it right. It's time to get our life right. Because the Son of Man is soon to come, and we want to be ready when he comes. So I want to encourage you to do that and do it today. Amen. We want to thank God for every soul that saved, healed, and set free. We thank God for every new soul that saved, all those that are backslidden, that are coming back to Christ. We thank all those who are church, God, and name on the road. We pray that you get it right because we all know whether we're saved or not. I can say it because I was a church, girl and I was not saved, but I was in the church. So I want to encourage you to do that today. Amen. We want to encourage you also to uh, develop your relationship with Christ. It's It's relational. So in order to do that, you've got to read the word. You got to be on a ministry of men and women of God that know the living God so that you can receive the word of truth or hear the voice of truth that speaketh through the servant. Don't look at the person, but look at the spirit and see if they're being led by the spirit or they are in the spirit of the Lord. You want to make that, you want to make sure that they are living and walking in the way of the Lord. If they're in the Lord, if they ain't in the Lord, you need to keep a sitting. But you want to be under the right leadership and you want to be in the right place so that you can develop your relationship with Christ, that you will get to know him on a personal basis, that you will get to know his ways, that you will get to know his love, his deliverance, his love, his peace, his joy. And he's, he's just a good God. And he loves you, and he loves me, and he came that all might be saved. He came for all people. He died for all people. So we want to encourage you to come. And if you have done it, as I said earlier, you can inbox me and let me know, and we want to welcome you to the body of Christ. And I'm going to do it, go ahead and do the BOT announcement. We want to encourage you to get connected to the hour of power. Voice of Truth is the second half of the hour of power. We're on the air from 6.30 to 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The first half of the hour of power is Pathetic Corner Ministry. We want to encourage you to get connected to Pathetic Corner Ministry. It's on the air live at five to six with your host, Prophetess Martha Williams. Then on Tuesday night, we have one word from the Lord with my leader, Pastor Joseph and Apostle Prophet Yvonne Rao, live and on the air on Block Talk Radio at 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So we want to encourage you to get connected with them. If you need mentorship, counseling, um, you can contact them there on Facebook. Also, on Wednesday, we have Faith Come by Hearing Ministry, and it's on the air live at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We want to uh, encourage you to get connected to Faith Come by Hearing Ministry with your host, L.D. Evangelist Versa Askews. Also, we want to encourage you to become a partner. If you would like to do that, you can inbox me or any one of the names that I just called, and I will tell you how to do that. We thank God for you being here today. If you have not purchased my e-books, The Heart Reflection, and I found it in me, we want to encourage you to do that today. Amen. We want to thank you in advance. They're only $2.99, and you can purchase them 
there on Amazon.com. Now for our benediction. Now to him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you falling in the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, I say, you be glory, majesty, dominion, and power, both now and forever. Amen. Be blessed. Know that God loves you. We love you too here at What's the Truth Worldwide Ministry. Meet us here next week at the same place at the same time here on Block Talk Radio at 6.30 p.m. Be blessed, be safe, and have a great week in the name of the Lord. Blessings. <laughs>